This is Indian Art History by Mash Podcast. seventeenth and nineteenth centuries, the Pahari, which is the mountainous region of Western Himalayas, had flourishing centers of painting. This was mostly present-day Jammu and Himachal Pradesh, a region known as the Punjab Hills until the late 1940s. The Pahari region is a low range of bumpy and rocky hills irrigated by the waters of Ravi, Tavi, and Bias River. Along the sweeping years of 17th century and the one after, the Pahari region was governed by the Rajput rulers who were essentially Hindus. Bhakti cults of Vishnu were on a rise at that time. They preached that salvation was now possible through the passage of art. Rituals, prayers, offerings and priests were surely a way to reach God, but there were more indulgent ways being prescribed. Bhakti essentially means devotion, more like a performative activity. Poetry and songs were being sung in the name of Ram and Krishna. Dances were being performed, decorative aesthetics were being used and an ecstatic state of mind was being celebrated while indulging in that dance and music. The most popular Vishnu avatars, even during the 18th century, were Ram and Krishna. Where Ram was worshipped for his righteous conduct, a lot of repressed desires of love, romance and eroticism were being released through the passionate and adventurous stories of Krishna. The paintings also celebrated the themes of Shiva and Shakti cults. A lot of such narratives were being documented in the medium of paintings, which were mostly miniatures and murals. Miniatures were painted on hard sheets of handmade paper, painted by Pahari painter or Tarkhan, a loose translation for a carpenter. The Pahari states of Chamba, Guler, Mandi, Kulu, etc. echoed the Rajasthani style of painting here and there. With a flat perspective, the painting schools first started at Basoli. The Basoli manner can be identified by the flat use of bold, intense and primary colours. The Basoli style of painting also used fragments of beetle wings while portraying jewellery and for pearl necklaces they used a line of three dots with intensely loaded brush of white pigment. The background would mostly be a solid colour while the foreground would be populated by floral and architectural settings where painted characters would flank in their side profiles with their consorts and courtiers. From Basoli, the painting style spread to Chamba, Guler, Mandi, Kulu, etc. Professor Bian Goswami argues that identifying each of the Pahadi paintings by region can be confusing and misleading because political boundaries at that time were more fluid. The Pahadi miniatures usually depicted three themes. The religious depiction of the worship of God was one of the most popular. Then there was the portrayal of different modes of love and lovers entwined in each other's embrace at picturesque locations. The architectural setting in such Pahari paintings mostly was that of a pavilion or that of greenery or flora. It was here that the romantic narratives of several lovers unfolded. The kings and rulers also used these themes of pictorial representations to document themselves indulging in several activities. 
For example, Raja Sansar Chand of Kangra has been documented extensively right from his early days when he ascended the throne at the age of 10. He also commissioned the painting Radha and Krishna sleeping in a grove where Radha and Krishna lie on the forest bed strewn with green leaves next to a lake or a stream blossoming with lotuses. The natural atmosphere adds to the beauty and romance of the eternal love of Radha and Krishna and more or so becomes a symbol of their love itself. Raja Sansar Chand of Kangra also commissioned a series showing Nala and Damyanti's love story. This series was basically an illustration of the poem Neshadha Charita by Sri Harsha. There have been many speculations that to a certain extent the Nala Damyanti drawings capture the essence of Sansar Chand's court and his own personality. The Basoli manner completely transformed in the 18th century and slowly pivoted towards the Gulier style. Here the study of depth, light and size proportions became more refined. The paintings from this phase look mature and elegant with a sprinkle of playful abstraction. The Gulier artists Pandit Seo and his sons Manaku and Nansuk developed a new style of painting, changing the earlier set rules of Pahadi narrative. Under the patronage of Raja Govardhan Chand The Gulier style of painting became more sophisticated and refined as compared to the bold colors and flat perspective of Basoli manner. In 1790, Nansuk took to the patronage of Raja Balwant Singh in Jasrota, where he continued to work extensively on his unique style of painting. He mostly used muted and delicate pastel tones with occasional use of contrasting red, green and yellow to balance the composition. It was during this time that the characters in the miniature paintings attained a sense of agile and delicate movement. This was also the time when the British took over the major kingdoms and Rajput art soon lost its patronage from the Rajasthani and Pahari kings and rulers. But this was not the end to Indian art as cultures mixed new art styles came to be celebrated. You're listening to Indian Art History by Marsh Podcast and I am your host Ayushi. This show was produced by Soumya Parashar. Thank you so much for listening.